0: The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. In Boca Raton today, down in Florida, there's a wonderful young girl, his name is Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg. I've had this chus to be down there numerous times, I was there this past winter, a young girl, Nebuchadnezzar, was killed in a terrible car accident, it just happened to be that I was in Florida at that time because I was going to do a bris the next morning and it was during the shiva, so like the whole community I spoke for them and it was a very very difficult, painful, emotional time. The next morning after the bris, I spoke to Mrs. Yocheva Goldberg, who's the Robinson. And we were talking about raw emotions that were going on, not only because of the killing and the sadness in the Stern family. She said, I want to tell you a story about raw emotions. She said, I was, I grew up in New York. I was once in a summer camp. I think it was Camp Cheto, but I'm not sure. But she said, I was walking on visiting day with my grandfather. And we're walking, you know, because there were many parents and grandparents that had come to visit the children. And as we're walking, there's another man my grandfather's age who comes towards him. And my grandfather nods his head, says hello. And that person says hello to my grandfather. And we continue walking. My grandfather's walking with me, that guy's walking with his granddaughter. So I said to my Zadie, Zadie, you know that man? He said, do I know that man? He was my best friend growing up in Romania. We were Havrusas. So I said, Zadie, I hope you don't mind my asking, but if he was your best friend and you were so close to him, I would have thought that maybe you would have greeted him a little bit more warmly if you don't mind my asking. So... The Zaidi said, let me tell you a story. He said, we were all trying to get out. It was during the war. Every one of us, our lives were in danger. And I was able to get a visa for me, my wife, and my children. Nobody knew where I hid this visa except my good friend, because I trusted him. We were very friendly, and I knew. That when the opportunity would present itself, I would take that visa and I would get out of there with my wife and kids. And one day the opportunity presented itself. And I ran to where I hid the visa for me, my wife, and my children. And it wasn't there. I couldn't believe it. How could it not be there? Who took it? The only one who knew was my husband. I ran to where he was. And he was gone. He had taken the visa the day before. And he saved his own wife and family. So heaven said to me, I said to my Zidi, what happened to your wife and children? They were all killed." She said, Zidi, how could you even look at the guy? Before I couldn't believe that you would just plain greet him. But after he did that, how could you look at him? How could you greet a person who did that? Listen to what he said. It's hard to believe. He said it was my fault. I should have never told him. I gave him a test that he couldn't withstand. Could you imagine? A person who lost his wife and children because his best friend took the visa for his wife and his kids. And he says, it's my fault. I can forgive him because I gave him an assignment that he couldn't be oimed and I gave him a test that he couldn't withstand. Could you believe that? If that man, Mr. Brockstein, could forgive and forget, what in the world should we say about our petty relationships with either a spouse or a friend or a co-worker? If he can forgive and forget, boy, we have a lot to grow. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories StoriesToInspire.org